Good afternoon, everybody. You're tuned in to Local Fidelity here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your host, Tom Gallo. I'm here with Bo Croxton of Damn Jackals. Just dropped a brand new single yesterday. Excited to have it out, man. How does it feel? Really good, man. Um, this one is definitely very bright and sunny for us. And, you know, I really wanted to have it out in the summer. We've actually had it for some time. We've been holding on to it for the right time. And now is the right time. So I'm very glad that it's out. And it's definitely leaning more on the jubilant side of things. So nature is healing. Everybody's going out. Shows are happening. We got this peppy tune out. And I'm really proud of it. I'm really stoked. Yeah, Thank it's you called... So much lovely nothing it's a very nice bright fun summertime tune and it arrives just in time because damn jackals are playing tonight at our wicked lady with duke of vandals the silk war and a new project called so and so i'm sure you're very excited for that is this your first show back since the end of the pandemic for damn jackals or have you played some gigs already this is our first venue show. Yeah. Um, we did play a gig outside of the cast, which is a store that I work at in the East Village. Very rock and roll, very punk store. And uh, we played on the street. Uh, it was our first show back. Uh, it was during the middle of the day. It was super hot outside. There was hundreds of people. Well, I mean, towards the end of the night. <laughs> our, crowd <was> still, <laughs> our crowd was still great, though. But uh, yeah, there was a there was a lot a lot of great bands on that bill. Beachwood played, the Trash Bags played, Dion Ludendon. Hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, Bad Vacation played, Daddy Long Legs headlined. Great they band. Tore it, they, they tore it down. It was incredible. It's been great to see the positive response from people. Everyone is excited to be back and enjoying live music. So everyone. We'll see you at Owl tonight for this great gig. Hell yeah. So, take us back in time a little bit before we dive into Lovely Nothing. It's the lead single off of a new EP that you're going to release in the fall called Rivals. How'd this project start? It's been around for about five five or six years, right? Tell me a little bit about mm-hmm how this project started your background playing music in new york city sure um so man background playing in new york city gotta go way back um <laughs> take I us back and... yeah sure i'll try to wrap it up all in one <laughs> big, uh... uh so i went to college in savannah georgia is where i met mike gaylor who is a drummer and co-founder of the pro of the project um and uh we started this in 2014 together after I was playing with a different project. Uh, it was originally called entitled Night Visions and then it became Dark Room. Uh, and then that person actually went to Los Angeles and now that project, his project after that was Sextile, which you may be familiar with. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was very gothy. It was very like clubby, very like synthy. Um, very like sisters of mercy kind of stuff and yeah there was definitely a limit to how much uh 
fuzzy 60s garage rock I could incorporate in it. So I guess I kind of went screaming in that direction after that project. Uh, me and Mike started from the ground up on, I'd say 20 or so, 20 plus songs. Um, and I would multi-track uh, bass, guitar overdubs. It was originally supposed to just be, you know, me and him as a kind of a duo, I guess. But the songs on the debut release, Crooked Castle, started to get many layers and it started it kind of started as a studio project that turned into a band um so the live band damn jackals started to play in new york city early in uh early 2016 i had a bunch of friends just hop on and kind of play some of them moved and we didn't really get to kind of more of a permanent lineup until 2018 when we did release uh the crooked castle album by that point we were playing mercury lounge and you know, we were very well well versed in uh, playing in New York City in general. Um, so that was great. Uh, and then after Crooked Castle, we went on tour in 2019. We played Savannah Stopover Festival. It was headlined by Deer Hunter, Lucy Dacus. Lots of really great bands on there. I think uh, yeah, Mystery Lights played and Team awesome. played. For, yeah, they. Uh, we caught all the all the Brooklyn bands while we were there. Uh, and yeah, we got a nice taste of the road. And as soon as we got back, when you play the same songs every night for, I mean, we had about, I'd say we had about 16 on tour and we play nine a night. So we'd alternate a bit, but I mean, I, I knew it was time to write some new stuff, uh, for damn jackals. Cause we had just really played it out for ourselves. So, uh, lovely nothing was kind of an old riff and a chorus. It was an old riff and chorus I had, and uh, it was the first one I went back to when, to start the new material because I was like, "Oh yeah, that's good. I think I think the guys will like this one." So that's so that's interesting. Something you mentioned in the beginning of your answer was that you previously were involved with more bands with a more goth-oriented sound, maybe more synth-driven, and then mm -hmm. you kind of were more interested in exploring the sound of Damn Jackals, which is more based in, you know, glam, proto-punk, garage rock. What led to that transition for you wanting to explore that kind of music? It seems like it's music that has a bit more energy or a different kind of energy, at least. Totally. Um, I think I was playing catch up with the kind of music that I like to play, really. I mean, it's just... You know, when you're playing that kind of music on stage, it's just really entertaining and fun to play yourself yeah. as it is, as it is for the crowd. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's rock and roll, man. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely lots of glam touches. We try to do that uh, with a lot of the harmonized guitars and guitar tones. Um, I think, you know, uh, I also, we, when we recorded that album, it was during the summer. And we were in upstate New York uh, at my family house, which we we dubbed it the Crooked Castle. Well, we were up there and kind of turned into like, I guess, uh, you know, like the big pink for us uh, in that sense, naming uh, the album after, you know, where it was recorded. Uh, but yeah, it was just a good time. I felt we felt a lot of freedom uh, going into it. So I guess a lot of this stuff turned out kind of like upbeat garage rock vibes um, instead of like dark and moody. Yeah, totally. Music. <laughs> For sure. 
The other thing that I like about Damn Jackals and listening to Crooked Castle and listening to your new single, Lovely Nothing, I find your sound is very New York. It reminds me of bands like the New York Dolls and those proto-punk bands of that era. Do you see that classic New York sound and image uh, inspiring the band and this project? And do you draw influence from New York specifically for the band? Absolutely. Do you feel like that's a big part of your identity? You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. You're hearing it uh, 100% correctly. You know, I, I was the I was the kid in high school with the Please Kill Me book who was obsessed with television, the dolls, Talking Heads, Blondie, especially Johnny Thunders. I mean, I have a Johnny Thunders painting right down there. I just love the way he kind of played Chuck, like cracked out Chuck Berry kind of guitar, just very driving. And, uh, you know, you could really like feel his energy and his playing, uh, especially with the New York dolls. Um, but yeah, totally. New York is, uh, there's a lot of good bands from New York, man. It's simply put, uh, you know, the real, I feel, I feel the real biggest wave of punk was all New York. Yeah. And it's cool to be a part of that lineage too, you know, coming up in the same places where those bands played, you know, maybe in a different mm-hmm. borough now, but to be kind of part of that history is cool. And to, even as a, someone like me that doesn't play music that just goes to show shows and everything kind of feels connected and that's totally totally cool yeah man right on the money so did you record these new tracks lovely nothing and the other songs that'll appear on your ep at crooked castle this time we did not actually so wh- why why'd you decide not to record these tracks uh, there? Well, um, if you listen to Crooked Castle, there's you know kind of a lo-fi vibe going on. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, a lot of it was uh, was uh, me and our drummer and producer at the time, Mike Yeller, kind of just like trying to get some cool lo-fi sounds in the house. Like we put a drum set and like the staircase. Uh, you know, and it, it has this really cool garagey vibe, but I think we wanted to clean things up yeah. just a little bit, especially with the drum sound. Uh, so we recorded with Paul Ritchie, who is a total wizard, um, in Belmar, New Jersey, Asbury Park area. Hell um, yeah. There was, yeah, Paul is the man. He's done so many good releases from uh, Max Payne and the Groovies to yeah. Sun Voyager. He did Daddy's. Uh, he did the Daddy's EP, and that's actually like that's a great. You know, both EPs are great. So good. The two band Daddy's rules, EPs, man. yeah. Great guys. They're wonderful guys. They actually stayed at the Crooked Castle when they were on tour, and my mom was there. It was really funny. <laughs> uh, but the, I, uh, you know, I, I hit him up. I was like, "Yo, like, what's up?" And they were like, "Paul's the best." You know, like he's gonna make everything sound amazing. And and I went there with our drummer. We checked out the studio. And uh, Paul did something really awesome on Lovely Nothing. Uh, he p- plugged, he, we had the riff for that chorus, and uh, he was like, I got an idea, I got an idea. I was like, all right, let's do it. And he got, uh, you know, he had us layering just multiple different octaves of guitars that were put into this Neve console. So it's just this very, like, super fuzzy, almost sounds like brass or like, horns the guitars all the the guitars you're hearing in that big like bombastic chorus section are all 
all Paul's layers of of different uh, guitar riff octaves. And yeah, that was like a total T-Rex moment in the studio for that song. And he blew my mind with that. Paul's the man. Thank you, Paul. So do you think this recording experience then allowed you to experiment a little more in the studio since you had someone else there kind of guiding you a little bit than just recording yourselves? Totally. Um, Paul had this very strange idea for an upcoming song called Swoon where he would uh, t take an octave down on a keyboard and record his voice into it, or me, or my voice. Um, and then he put that in the track and then we put some delay on it and it's super trippy. It kind of sounds like a monster. <laughs> um, but that's in that track. Uh, and, and there's there's definitely some some crazier sonic stuff uh, on upcoming music. Uh, we did have the songs pretty buttoned down before we came in, but um, I mean, yeah, we definitely uh, you know Paul had a lot of cool pedals for us to to check out and use, um, and there was definitely some things that we we weren't considering before uh, that he added to it, and we were experimenting with that with him, and it was really really cool. Yeah, how about tell tell me a little bit about your mindset in as far as going into recording new material as compared with some of the earlier stuff that you released as far as how did you want this new music to sound compared to say a record like Crooked Castle? Cool. Uh yeah. Um so Crooked Castle me and Mike were kind of had the privilege of you know, we would we said let's do one song a day. I would, you know, one of the more punk songs. That's it, which is on that album. You know, he said write a song in two minutes. You know, just the chords because we were just recording the bones of yeah. just rhythm guitar and drums. So we would do stuff like that. Um, but with the stuff with going with Paul, you know, we're, we're we're driving from New York to Belmar, New Jersey. Like, you know, we want to have our shit stuff together, and uh, so we definitely wanted to button it up real tight as far as what we wanted to sound like uh i would say i was a little bit worried that lovely nothing would sound a little bit too clean but lo and behold uh yeah. paul came in with all those fuzzy guitar octaves and uh you know he got my voice sounding nice and crispy which is great um but the, i would say the second two tracks that are much more viciously punk sounding we wanted to capture the energy that was going around in Brooklyn in 2019 at the a lot of the live shows. I would say that like rock punk energy at shows in 2019, right before the pandemic was peak. I mean, totally really, like people were going wild at shows and it was just very supportive and like very like hands up in the air vibes and less cross arms, you know? Uh, and I, when I was writing, those those tracks uh with the guys you know i really wanted to get that i really wanted to picture the show and and that kind of vibe and those kind of crowds and you know give back to that so for basic tracking to kind of capture that energy the songs definitely capture a certain raucous energy to them do you record live in the same room in an attempt to kind of bottle that energy up yep uh, we recorded we recorded live and you know we when we wanted to get very specific guitar tones yeah. and stuff like that or like I men mentioned going into the console you know then we would uh, 
you know, everything minus vocals, we would have, you know, a five piece band uh, playing live to bottle up that energy yeah. for sure. And that's how we did it with Paul. And that's how we will continue to do it um, for sure. And then, and then, you know, then you can do your overdub city and get real specific <laughs> with, with your stuff that you want. Overdub city. Sick. Population. Damn jackals. Yeah. <laughs> But, Paul would probably, would probably say that. I think we did a lot of overdubs. But that's, I find that's a very successful formula for bands that really value the live performance and want to replicate the live performance in the recorded versions of the songs that at least doing the basic tracking is really key to kind of capturing that. Totally, man. There's a lot of people that, that think that you should just do it straight up live and not do overdubs, but uh, I'm a little picky. Uh, and it's it's also fun to see what other avenues you can explore with tones yeah, and stuff Yeah, of course. Like and this song sounds great. It's an awesome, awesome tune. Lovely Nothing just dropped yesterday, as I mentioned at the top of the hour. So I was digging into the lyrics a little bit after a couple of different listens, it does seem to directly address uh, drug abuse. Uh, wh what's your message through that and what inspired the lyrical content? For sure. Um, it does. Um, it's kind of a mix of drug abuse and like vanity. Social vanity, media. yeah. Like the social media, like selfie world and like kind of a uh, the dependency of that, I guess. Like, I don't know, just an example. It's like, I was with someone a few years ago and we we're trying to go somewhere and we were late. And like, they were like, no, this is the best Instagram story. And they like made me take a video of it. <laughs> like, it's like, I've wasted a lot of time drinking in my life, but uh, you know, you can waste just as much time doing that crap. But um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sober. Uh, I'm five, five years sober just recently. Congrats. Woohoo! Sick. Power to you if you can have a drink. I unfortunately cannot. I did entirely too much of that. Um, there's not really any like preaching message too much on it. It's just kind of, uh, I guess when you when you get sober or you get clean, you kind of point out all the things that, from another perspective, they make they can make your, the problem seem more. Yeah, you know. And that's kind of what the lyrics are doing there. So I think ultimately for me, it would, it was kind of a triumph to be able to sing like, like that. Like if you do this, you're going to be like that. If you do this, you're going to be like that. Cause I'm at where I am in my life. So I guess I played to my strengths, uh, in this song on speaking on all those things. And I thought it would be, I can, you know, it's, I like to write about something I know I have experience in and I, I know I can be good at writing. Um, so I honestly just had the first line, the Ragged Alley Cat on an impeccable stint. And I had the chorus line, you'll never be a star with those needle scars. And yeah, great chorus when I was, line. Yeah. <laughs> when I was demoing it, I did the harmony first and I did it on this like big David Bowie impersonation. And I was like, oh man, that, <laughs> that's, so, that's so tragic and cool. I like that. Um, so then I kind of based the story around that and like made this character and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, ultimately I think I was just trying to play to my strengths uh, and come up with some clever and fun wordplay for a tune that I thought was, you know, pretty catchy and fun. Um, but uh, 
I don't know. It's just kind of like take a look at what you're doing. I guess is the message to this person or this character. You know what I mean? But yes, actually, I stand corrected. There is a <laughs> there, there is a solution in the song, and it's the, the second chorus changes. Uh, it says, "What you're doing, be the death of you. Hold on to something you can push on or push on through." Uh, and then it says, "Do you find a lover?" To cheer you through, I guess when I was getting sober, you know, love and support was something that was that was really helpful for me. Uh, you know, just the support of family or your girlfriend or your wife or you know any kind of love in general is is something that can uh, guide you through getting over an addiction. Um, and also, um, the the line "hold on to something." Uh, a lot of people when they try to quit a habit, they like to stay busy. Uh, yeah. So I guess. I guess that was me kind of trying to say like get because the whole song loving nothing is about somebody who's like fantastic and very vain and like very into themselves and likes the validity of social media but they're not really doing much you know uh so i guess hold on to something is like get a habit <laughs> you yeah. get a ho- get a hobby yeah not a habit sorry um <laughs> yeah don't get get rid of the habit get rid of the um, habit yeah but uh, yeah, so. How about musically? You, I think you said earlier that it was something that you had partially came up with uh, a couple of years ago and then revisited it. What was that process like? Um, so I think I made the riff in like twenty, like late twenty seventeen, honestly. Uh, and I had just, you know, I didn't even have an interface or anything. I just recorded my electric guitar acoustically, so shitty, at my computer, and I sang the "You'll Never Be a Star with Those Needles," guys. Um, and then it just stuck in my head, like even yeah. though I didn't, I never listened to it, and it stuck in my head over the years. And uh, like I said, when we got back from tour, I was like. I'm going to check that thing out. And I, I found the recording and, uh, you know, I found a good BPM for it. And I just started going. Uh, one thing I did do differently on the music was I left the verses kind of open. Uh, a lot of our live show is a lot of us. You know, there's five guys. Yeah. There's two guitars. Uh, and then the third guy is guitar and keys and backing vocals. He's a jack of all trades. So that can be a lot of sonic uh you know information coming out at once so i wanted to open things up a little bit during the verse uh what that did to me was it meant i I better come up with some really damn good lyrics or or lines so it challenged me to like really make sure the verses were really tight um and i spent hours with paul really getting that vocal right when we uh we recorded it and i'm glad we did because I i think it came out maybe my best vocal performance I've done so far or with this band at least. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was definitely, definitely very different. And like I said, I was worried it might come out a bit, a little bit too clean because when I did the demo, I thought it was sounding a little bit, uh, too clean, but it came out nice and crispy. Thanks super, to Paul. Super crispy tune, <laughs> crispy and crunchy tune. I love it. Everyone. You're going to love it, too, if this is your first time hearing it. We're going to play it right now, Lovely Nothing. And then we're going to also play a couple of tracks from your record that you put out a couple of years ago that we were just talking about a whole bunch as well, Crooked Castle. So we're going to hear 
everyone. Lovely Nothing, the brand new single from Damn Jackals. Crooked Castle from the band's 2018 album, Crooked Castle. And Street Magic, which is also on Crooked Castle. We'll be back.
All right, we're back. We just heard three songs by Damn Jackals. We heard the awesome brand new track, Lovely Nothing, which just dropped yesterday. And we heard two songs from the band's 2018 album, Crooked Castle. We heard the title track and we heard Street Magic. Everyone, if you liked what you heard, which I know you did, you could check out Damn Jackals on all streaming platforms. Also on Bandcamp, damnjacklesnyc.bandcamp.com. And of course, you can head down to Our Wicked Lady tonight, where Damn Jackals will be playing along with Duke of Vandals, The Silk War, and so-and-so. All right. Now, Bo curated a playlist of local tunes because this is local fidelity, and we're going to talk about them and play them, starting off with a track by The Silk War. Slender, slander, great pick because, hey, the Silk War is playing with you at Our Wicked Lady tonight. And this is a relatively new tune. It was released this year, and it's a good one. Oh, yeah, it's really good. It gives me this, like, kind of gothic blondie vibe. I love the, like, arpeggiating synthesizers in it. And when they play it live, it's just got, like, this kind of... uh even more sort of punk energy to it, but it's just a slick tune. They're just fantastic. Alexandra just got her Vogue article recently. Congratulations to you. Congrats. She's a fan- fantastic and lovely friend. We all love her to death. And the Silk War is fantastic. We can't wait to play with them tonight. Hell yeah. Silk War, congrats on the Vogue feature. And the awesome tunes you've been putting out this year. We will see you tonight, Silk War. After that, great pick. This album was one of my favorite records of 2020. The song is called Misunderstood by Habibi off of Anywhere But Here. Habibi is so good. Oh man, I've seen them. So like I mentioned, I've been in the scene for a minute. And they were, uh, you know, early 2000s. I was seeing a friend's band play Total Slacker at pianos and they came out and they all just looked so cool. And their sound was so awesome and retro and 60s. Oh yeah. And they, there's just, their playing was just so tight. You know, that was that was around when the their I Got The Move single came out and that was just, talk about a bop, man. Woo. But uh, I work with, um, Sometimes I work with uh, Lila, who plays drums, and she's just absolutely wonderful. Uh, and I really admire this band so much, so I had to pick them for this playlist. This is an incredible band. Big fan of all of their releases. I like how they also sing in Farsi sometimes. Very, yeah. very cool. Really awesome band. They had a fantastic KEXP session, too. That was so good. Everybody, um, check you... that out. It is good. Yep. Next, Whatever It Takes by The Advertisers off of their 2019 EP, EP1. Advertisers just are so sick. They have the most wild live shows. Uh, Acacia is just the embodiment of an awesome front person 
they just rip. And this song I actually picked because we have a song that has a similar vocal motif in it. Because the, the chorus on here goes, whatever it takes now, baby. And we have a song that goes, ain't no need to fuss now, baby. It's very similar. I mean, when you're working with blues, you're going to end up with that. But I love it. And <laughs> maybe selfishly because we have something that sounds similar. But uh, yeah, Philippe rips the bass. Acacia kills the vocals. They're just absolutely uh, fantastic. Hell yeah. I totally agree. They rule. Next. This is a new album, and it's awesome. Brooklyn's The Muckers. This track is off of their new album, Endeavor, just released earlier this year on Greenway Records, and you chose the track Suspended. Yeah, man. The Muckers are serious business. You know, they're they're really, really, really incredibly talented musicians. Uh, And if you see them for two and a half minutes at their live show, you will know that is true uh they're all really sweet guys i see amir at like every show and he's just lovely so shout out to the muckers y'all put out a fantastic record and this song rips for sure one of my favorite records of 2021 keep up the good stuff the muckers looking forward to seeing them play live soon and then last track johnny white stuff by the trash bags off of their 2019 self-titled debut album. The trash bags are so cool, man. If you see them live, you will just, they're just dripping with cool. I don't even know how to put it. Uh, Chuck is just such an awesome front man and he is totally, totally captures the crowd every time he does it. So if you haven't heard the trash bags, you gotta check them out. Shout out to Chuck and Elisa, Johnny White stuff, rips. Yeah, and if you haven't heard the Trash Bags, keep listening because it's going to be the last song that we play in this next set of tunes. Kicking it off with Slender Slander by The Silk.
You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, community radio broadcast from the Bushwick section of Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. As it has been for so many, 2020 was a difficult year for us financially. And every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. Please help by pledging whatever you can. All contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. So please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. And if you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Radio Free Brooklyn is sponsored in part by Med Supplies Only offering little or no cost medical braces. More information is available at 844-598-6639. And now back to Local Fidelity. All right, we're back. We just heard a playlist of all local tunes curated by my very awesome guest, Bo Croxton of Damn jackals everyone we heard slender slander by the silk war misunderstood by habibi whatever it takes by the advertisers suspended by the muckers and johnny white stuff by the trash bags great fucking picks dude those were sick thanks man i love it i I really enjoyed this playlist yeah it was fun it was a good one for sure Hey, everyone, I know we've mentioned it a bunch of times, but worth mentioning again. Damn Jackals will be playing tonight at Our Wicked Lady with the Duke of Vandals, the Silk War, and -and so-and-so. Come on. Come hang out. Have a good time with us. Tell us a little bit about what people can expect from your live show for people who haven't seen Damn Jackals live and are thinking about going to the gig tonight. All right. Uh, (laughs) You can, you can expect some new songs that are not on Spotify. I can tell you that. Sick. Um, And you can expect to see the very fantastic addition to the set. Mr. Carter Yasutaki, who plays trumpet. He has played with David Byrne. He has played with St. Vincent. He has played with Charles Bradley. He is absolutely fantastic. Joining him will be Noah J. Blatt on saxophone as well. And he has played with Blitz the Ambassador and so many other fantastic people. They will be joining us for our set. And uh, we've been working hard on our set and we can't wait to uh, get it out there. And, uh, you know, the bill is is just insane and we're just going to have a hell of a party tonight. I hope everybody enjoyed our single. We're so happy it's out in the world. So come on down. Hell yeah. And I'm sure it's going to be energetic everyone's just going to be releasing energy the band the people watching it's going to be a good time so we hope to see you all there tonight hey my friend thank you so much for appearing on the show today thanks so much tom it's a pleasure as always again everyone check out damn jackals on your streaming platform of choice 
check out the new tune lovely nothing on bandcamp as well damnjackals.bandcamp.com and come on out to our wicked lady tonight the show is sold out but there will be limited tickets available at the door you've been listening to local fidelity on radio free brooklyn <laughs>